0: Previously on Into the Yonder Void, we met this kid named Robini, and I think he's like the leader of this group of kids who want to be in the gang, but maybe they're not quite because none of them are in cages right now, and they're not really like super involved in the actual problem. But anyway, we meet Robini, and he introduces us to the rest of these kids, and they don't know anything. They don't have any weapons. They don't have any skills. So here I am. I've got to teach them how to fight really quick and teach them how to make some makeshift weapons using nature. Nature's best weapon. So while I'm doing that, I sent two of their best scouts forward to gather some information, and I think they ended up getting caught.
1: The D20 Syndicate presents Into the Yonder Void.
2: Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate podcast.
3: Hey What's up, nerds? Guys.
2: Hello. A Hi. weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5E actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth, and around the table we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Nezra. I'm Thomas, I play Gill.
4: I'm Lindsay, and I play Fee. And I'm Michaela, and I play Can.
2: That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure. This is episode twenty-nine.
5: Yes, you got it. Wow.
2: Twenty-nine. Wow,
6: our last time in it? our
4: twenties. So little. <laughs>
5: Very soon we're about to face our own existential dread.
4: Yeah. And we're going to spend this entire episode talking about how old we are. <laughs> I feel so oh, old. I remember when I was on episode 25 <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thought we
7: would have accomplished so much more by episode 30. I never God. rented a
4: car.
5: <laughs>
7: <laughs> Wasted uh, it. Wasted my 20s. Hangovers <laughs> are
2: about to get a lot worse as well. Because as everyone mm. knows, you hit 30 and your hangovers are just like,
5: I can't move ever <laughs> again. Uh, we have a review. <gasps> oh, what
4: shit. About chicken fries? Right?
5: No. Uh, surprisingly, <laughs> no. What? Um, this is our first out of the country review unless i what? am shit at finding them uh Ooh. this is from canada the mystical lands of canada canada wait wait where is canada it's mm-hmm. north of here
4: wait i i thought they weren't a country anymore
5: yeah i thought after uh, we like brexit right i don't know but they're out of this country We're just fucking with you. They count as they count as a country on Apple Podcasts. They're in a separate fucking selection.
4: Guys, please write in and tell us: Is Canada a country?
5: Uh, Were they moved up to a continent? I'm sorry, (laughs) or were they downgraded to regional authority? If there's what's the state
4: bird?
6: If Wait, can't go on an island?
5: If there's one thing I don't follow, it's geography. So if they moved shit around while I was sleeping, I don't pop know. Culture, geography, all the changes, everything going around. This is a five-star review. It is called Appreciate This. I gotta translate it from Canadian. Uh <laughs> from soup broccoli. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I no found, last
4: names. I
5: found out about this podcast through Wasteland Active Radio and loved this one. Thank you soup broccoli. For those Thanks, soup broccoli. For those Thank unaware, you. uh I've, all of us I think at some point have guested on the podcast Wasteland Active Radio. It is a Fallout storytelling podcast in the Fallout universe. So, yeah, if you want to hear our voices, at least listen to those episodes. Yeah. Definitely.
6: Yeah. <laughs> well, Canada, I'm glad you found us.
5: Thank you. Thank you, oh, Canada. Canada. Tell your friends about us, too. Yeah. Yeah, Canada. Tell all your Canadian friends. Like that moose and the
2: bear.
4: Who is Canada friends with?
2: Uh, Canada. friends with, Yeah, f- f- England. That's true. France France, France, France. Norway. Like this whole Scandinavian area.
4: Let them know. I think it's
2: time for tonight's Around the Campfire Question.
8: <laughs> Ow! Ow! <laughs>
2: for tonight's around the campfire question i want you to tell me about a bit of legend or lore from either your hometown or your home area somewhere nearby your hometown if your hometown's lame and doesn't have any legends or mythos um so yeah give me a little brief uh insight into some of the legend or lore one specific one And today we are going to start with Can.
0: So there's this one story. All the little kids around the islands know it. Um, Everyone gets told this story when we're told about this thing when they're really little. And it's about this giant sea creature. It kind of looks like like a really big manatee. If you've ever seen one of those, they're kind of like, well, if you've ever like seen a potato, (laughs) it's a little like that, but, like, very, very big. And then think of that, but, like, even bigger. (laughs) So anyway, this manatee, it, like, travels all around the islands and protects them, and it controls the waves. So if anybody is out on their boat or if there are any travelers coming in, it will help guide them and protect them.
5: Very nice. I like that you say manatee, like... Hannity, <laughs> like Sean Hannity, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the humanity.
4: Well, it sounds silly if can is like like enunciating super well. Humanity.
8: That's true.
2: All right. Thank you, can.
5: You're welcome. And now I want to hear from Gil. All right, this isn't really a legend because it's totally true and happens <laughs> a lot every winter, but. uh my home with my mom is in Elder Cross, which is up in the mountains in uh, Starry Stram. And every winter when it gets snowy, uh, there's this creature called the Blizzard of the Bluffs that patrols around the outskirts of the town and it tears people to shreds. It's just a really big... Like crag cat. Their coats are like white, so they blend in, but they have no qualms with uh, picking off easy prey if you want their outside of the woods, so watch out for him.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much, Gil.
2: V!
6: Well, I feel a little out of place because mine's not really a creature. Is that okay?
2: Any legend or lore. It doesn't have to be a creature, it can be a story it can be a person it can be a natural phenomenon
6: okay perfect um so the whole start of Erdenfell was uh so basically we weren't the first ones there there actually was one uh i don't know like mountain cliff house you know with the underground hidden situation and um it had a lot of different books and stuff, and it just seemed like, uh, I don't know, the big lore is that the guy that found it, his name was Galder, and he had all these books on these crazy magical ideas, and it was just really weird because it seemed like he was all alone and no one really understood how he survived. So I think there's just some magical dude named Galder out there with all these magical secrets. So I don't know. I've kind of been keeping an eye out for a Galder in case that's real. That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See ya.
2: Thank you very much, Fee and Nez. So,
3: my older brothers and sisters would tell me about a legend of the Jora Levy. They said it's a creature with a humanoid torso protruding from a large spider. But the whole thing is skinless, and all you can see are its sinewy and snowy white muscles. And they pulsate with a glowing light. They said that it lives in bodies of fresh water, and is said to be a protector of the surrounding area. Usually forests, I guess. Ew. When it's... <laughs> while it's in the water, they said that its spider legs become tentacles. Oh. And when it comes on land, they change back into regular spider legs. And it said... That it's an actual god that was cast down to Kezreel on a meteorite by the other gods for favoring the inhabitants too much. And now, out of spite or maybe vengeance, it lashes out at all those it deems unworthy
5: of the planet. Billy, stop playing Dark Souls already. <laughs> You're freaking everyone god damn. out. God Cool.
2: Well, thank you for that chilling and unsettling <laughs> bit of lore, Nesra. Could
6: it be kind of cute, though?
5: No. That sounds nasty.
6: I mean, it makes we'll me think staining? of, like,
5: muscles that are exposed. Legs that turn into tendrils.
6: Exactly. Legs cool. that turn into tendrils. It makes me think of, like, when you got those little, like, creatures from the store and you put them in water and then they, like, grew into something else. So, <laughs> I don't know. Seems kind of cute. Maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, if you Possibly. believe hard enough. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <Ew. Ew.
4: laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, shall we get started? Yeah. yeah. Yes,
4: I suppose we could.
2: Okay. When we last left off, the party was split into two specific camps. One camp was Nezra, Gil, and Loom riding honest stag after visiting Flora the Druid toward a hopeful rescue of the children the Basidi children of the what's it called Tomas? The Spore Village of Anoka (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely and on the other hand you have Fee and Can, who are currently equipping a child army beneath the uh, in the tunnels uh, beneath the area that the spore village of Anoka uh, is located, and when we left off, Nez and Gil were riding on the back of a giant stag toward potential danger, potential saving, Um, and Fee and Can. Had just sent off a group of scouts, children scouts, to go uh, get the lay of the land, and they heard the piping of their warning flutes, indicating that the children had been taken. Now, Can and Fee, you've yeah. just heard the warning pipes on the flute. Robini explained that he believed
7: they were taken. What do you want to do? <laughs> Do you think anybody ever called a gun a warning pipe? <laughs> no,
2: because I, that's, I, I, that's, I thought Robini after was maybe warning. going
4: to say something to like right. clarify that that's mm-hmm. what it was.
2: No, it did before we went to episode end.
4: Yeah, I thought you were going to like continue into this episode. <laughs> He's a child. Okay. <laughs> Stop pointing that warning pipe at my dad.
6: <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. I'm stuck
7: on it
0: for some reason.
6: <laughs> okay, so maybe we need to just expedite this whole process?
0: And well just now get going? we have to go in with absolutely no information. <sighs> it's. True. I mean, I could. I mean, and we don't even know if Gil and Nez are there.
6: That's true. That part that sucks. But I feel like we. <sighs> it feels more urgent, right? Like we need we need to push forward. I can have. I mean, maybe if you feel okay with it, Crumb. Do you feel okay with moving on ahead, checking things out? Can maybe, yeah, I, I could totally do that. I'd I'd like
2: to see the uh the lay of the land and see how many of those kids got murdered that went up there.
6: And and Wait. you know you <laughs> can tell us like if you find any traps laying about that I don't know. Yeah, 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 traps that and, and, and whatnot. Let's get to the blood and the guts. I yeah I I mean I just know that you're good at seeing stuff. Like you seem to be good at skilled in all these areas. So. I don't think you're going to miss anything, right? So just make sure to let us know details.
0: So I guess to make sure that you guys are both on the same page, because I don't think this has been said um, very clearly. <laughs> Crum, are you comfortable with the separating and going alone? Um, and looking? Yeah, to to an extent. Like, uh, yeah, like,
2: what are we talking? Like, 25, 30 feet, max... I
5: mean
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. De- that don't definitely. Work. Absolutely no more than thirty feet. Alright, no more than thirty feet I could
2: absolutely do that. Okay, alright, let's see. And he like zips off down the tunnel and then returns after about thirty seconds. Yeah, it's uh it's uh, I don't see anything there. I think they must be further on, so uh if we uh, yeah, yeah I mean that would. That ideally, um, we should all go and check it out because I didn't see anything where I was. That is the worst familiar.
6: <laughs> um. So, so Crum, I did forget to mention this. You can see in the dark, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I can see all sorts of things. I can see uh, in the dark. I can see in in the light. Miscellaneous,
6: all of them. Can I roll insight? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, four. You oh.
5: believe whatever it is that you want to believe. So does Fee not understand how the spell works or even that it what is a spell? What do you mean? Uh, find familiar.
6: I or have do to you- cast that if he's already here?
5: No, you don't have to cast it if he's already there. Right. I'm just wondering if Fee uh, in story knows how this relationship is supposed to be and how the spell is supposed to work.
2: Yeah, would would Fee be an un, in understand the the mechanics of it basically, or would Fee just kind of be taking it as w- like kind of a confusing new element that that um yeah you want to do that okay. yeah
6: so it's kind of like and I mean it just it's like an extra help potentially like it's just another part of our party to her Crumb. so like I don't know.
5: Well, maybe Nezra can teach her how to actually that could how the be. spell actually works. Right. Obviously, uh, crumb can be a fucking lying little shit. So. And then
6: it's <laughs> and then it's more of like a instinctual thing when she cast it before, just like since he went away, like I don't know. Just it's like something that was innate where she could cast him to come back. But she definitely doesn't get that he's like meant to help and like that's his whole purpose. I think that's still a gray area. I know obviously uh, Gil told her that but she's still like <laughs> I don't know just wants to hear it definitively first. Mm. But yeah she's yeah. she's being cautious about it I guess like not landing either way so
0: I don't
2: know. Alright so what do you guys want to do in, in now that he's returned?
0: Did Loom say how long it was going to take for them to make it to this location above ground?
1: Are you asking? Who are you asking?
0: Anybody who will listen. Uh, You can give me an intelligence
2: roll. Any of you? Well, either of you. <laughs> I'll <Okay>. do it.
7: <laughs>
6: intelligence.
7: Fuck yeah.
6: Yeah. Mm. Fuck yeah indeed. 17? All right. 11.
2: Okay. Crumb is like,
6: yeah, I don't know. He was doing some talking and,
2: and all this stuff. Uh, yeah, maybe he said, like, uh, like a few months. I know that got thrown around somewhere. Um, but Fee, you recall, that kind of jogs your memory, um, the question that Can asked. Uh, you recall that it's, good, it would take a few hours.
4: How long have we been going? A f-
2: not, yeah, a few hours.
4: So... I mean,
6: maybe it was months. I thought, I thought I maybe heard a few hours. I think yeah, maybe a few maybe hours. I, to be fair, I really wasn't paying attention to him. He seemed
2: cursory to the entire situation. Like outside of the the, the, the main core group, which is me, and then slight satellite is you, and then uh, everybody else, and then all the way on the other side of that, that's uh, that that looming guy.
6: Yeah. Hey, that's that's okay. I mean, as long as you're listening to everyone at least a little.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so should we press forward so, and just Wait Don't you have communication with with Gil of some kind?
6: <sighs> so I have his frickin' tooth, and I can't talk to him via his gross tooth, but he can well, talk to me.
0: It Wouldn't he say something if they had made it there? Probably.
6: I would, Gil?
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> what if it's like he gets free drinks and then he gets distracted or he falls down a hill <laughs> and passes out? Well, then he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or, or he's not there. I mean... Even if... I don't know. Even if they're not there, I mean, shouldn't we go try to save the
0: kids? Well, it doesn't sound like they're being hurt. <laughs> <laughs> they're just being kept. <laughs> so I I don't know if it's the best idea, because, I mean, I kind of glance over at the group of kids and quietly say, really, it's just going to be like us. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, but, but, yeah, we should... I didn't meet you.
2: Yeah, nobody ever does, because I'm in a league of my own, ain't that right?
0: <laughs> well, you're kind of lumped in with those kids. What? I'm, like, way, way older than them, probably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm cooling on you again, Ken. That's fine. Um, so anyway... About going up there Yeah How far away are we from the actual camp Where they're holding the kids
2: Um, Rabini kind of like steps in We're
1: um We're like Like two, 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 uh, Like two,
0: three minutes So the tunnel keeps going So we can get closer
1: Yeah And then like you get, you come out of Some bushes and there's like a an area, there's like a, a little bit of a stream, and there's like a cave and stuff that you can peek out.
6: Hmm. Okay. okay. I mean, we could just go forward and give a little peek and cautious peek and see what I we see. I think we should.
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean, let's leave the kids. For sure. Yeah. Um, for now. You don't want us to like fight? Not yet. No fighting yet.
1: What do you want us to do here?
0: If you hear any commotion, like we're getting into a fight and like we're getting captured, then come out and fight. But <laughs> the main thing we're trying to do is to go and get eyes on. And don't okay. forget,
6: if you get captured, like bite them and scream and stuff. So then we know. So just give us a heads up.
0: Yeah, and we'll don't worry pencil. about like playing by any rules because there are none when it <laughs> comes to your personal safety. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, okay. We'll 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 wait
2: here, and we'll wait and see if anything happens. Okay. 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 So, are you guys gonna head down the tunnel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You guys head down the tunnel, Nez and Gil. Y'all are riding on the back of a stag with loom. This stag, by the way, if I didn't make it clear enough before, it's roughly the size of a very large moose. It's fucking huge. And it's like beating its hooves against the ground, just tearing ground up as it's, it's sending you guys down a ways. And you guys see a lot of like, uh, you know, swamp,
5: salt swampish stuff. Yeah, question? Do elk have hooves or stags? Yes. Mm-hmm Okay I thought they were Knuckles the, Some of the weird ones That had the Like the toes Yeah they have like it, Okay the, yeah They're, yeah, they have they're the ungulates two, yeah. yeah Okay gotcha Yeah Um I'm But it doesn't
7: matter Because we're on top Of a 2001 Honda CRV Right now
5: Yeah <laughs> So I'm grabbing The antlers on the side hmm And I'm like Kind of like Slowly steering like the <laughs> ship wheel <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And acting like I'm piloting the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I All right. Nez Nez is
7: behind Gil and he has in his left hand like a handful of of the moves the is it an elk or a moose? I'm sorry, I got it's confused a stag, for a second. It's a stag, yeah. So it's, it's a, a big, stag. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. I, I just kept picturing a moose. Now, uh,
2: well, I mean, for no, dimensional I know, I know. purposes, no, 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 absolutely.
7: I know it's not your fault at all. I just my brain just fucking broke for a second. <laughs> we were also uh, talking so, about Canada, so. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm just on that wavelength right now. So, Nez in his left hand has uh, a handful of the stag fur. For mm-hmm. stability And in his right hand He's actually holding on To Gil's tail <laughs> 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 All
2: right And Loom is Holding on to like Your cloak In the back uh, And it's like your, your poncho Yeah, um, yeah. He, But he seems like As he has been Just kind of like He's more rested now But very Very calm uh, and, well, I guess you guys aren't really looking at him because he's behind all of you. But, yeah, he doesn't, you're not, he's not
7: mentioning anything. He's not really saying much. He's just, he's on long for the ride, it seems like. If this were a cartoon, this is where he would take out a picnic basket and he's sitting cross-legged <laughs> on the back <laughs> yeah, hump exactly, of the stag and he's just having tea very calmly. So, yes, yeah, so you guys,
2: uh, you see a lot of stuff whipping by. You guys are moving at a clip, and uh, it almost seems to be, like, magically propelled like there's something magical about the way the stag Mm. you know continues to move along and eventually you guys get to a spot where he starts slowing down a little bit and loom taps you on the shoulder Nez and he says we should probably stop here for a moment
1: do you want to tell Gil that
8: (laughs) Gil
7: Gil and a yank on his tail. <laughs> I'm, I fart. No, I'm leaning. <laughs> I'm leaning forward. Like, like, passes out, falls <laughs> off the stag,
5: cracks his head open on a rock and dies. That little new character. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaning forward like a jockey. <laughs>
8: Just like uh,
5: embracing the wind that's blowing in my face. What do you want? Loom says we should probably stop. Well, Loom's a little baby boy. <laughs> I look back at Loom uh, Why what are we doing We have to get save the babies <laughs>
2: <laughs> All about the babies uh, Loom like looks back at you Gil
1: There's something powerful Coming up ahead we should slow down And stop
5: Alright uh, Hey Yildred Yeah that's your <laughs> name <laughs> Yeah, or something Like, he kind of tilts his head to the side to you. Uh, we should probably stop here for a second. And he, like, slowly, you know,
2: brings the speed down and then eventually stops. And lowers himself so you guys can hop off. Loom, like, you see that Loom, like, kind of crosses the, the stretch a little bit. Um, looking around at the trees and he, like, tilts his head. Yes, um... We are... we
1: should be very careful. I can hear and sense some, something coming. Multiple forms. How'd um, you hear that shit? It's... it's an ability that I have.
5: Go on? <laughs>
1: I don't know if we have the time to fully d- discuss it at this moment, but
5: I, I'm not getting off this stag till you tell me how you did that. <laughs>
1: I have an ability, a curse, that allows me to sense energies, sense stronger ones than mine. And they're definitely stronger than yours. There well, are five sense this, buddy. six.
7: <laughs> Say that to Gil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now we're in trouble. It's just a, a, a fact of, of life. But there's five or six. One could potentially, we could potentially take it. But five or six, there's, it would be suicide.
5: So why are we stopping again? Can you sense more specifically than that?
1: <laughs> no, they haven't come into range yet. I'd say they're
7: five minutes off. One of them prefers Linkin Park's second album over their first.
5: <laughs> if they're that far away, why don't we just shag ass harder and get out of here?
1: Because the way ahead is much more narrow. There's not a lot of diverging. We will either have to f-
5: hide, fight, or figure out a way of waylaying them. Uh, can we look around the area to see what natural like formations there are? You sure can. Allow me to show you a map. Holy <gasps>
4: shit! A what? A map. <laughs> Seth, don't What's do that. that map?
2: Alright, give me one second here. Let me share screen. You've got a... Uh, it's a very swampy area. You've got a, a ton of little tributaries and outlets. And uh, it is, you know, kind of a narrow spot, but there's a lot of shrubbery, trees, rocks, holes. Yeah, you've got a, you know, it's it's very misty and foggy. You guys kind of went down into a little, you know, a downward slope, which allowed a lot of the, like, warmer temperature to bring some of the, you know, the, the cooler salt water to... Uh, kind of make condensation, so there's a lot of mist and and uh, and fog.
7: Um, Nez is going to uh, just slowly kind of slide to the left on Cha-cha the on stag, L. trying to get off. But instead of like swinging his leg over, he just kind of clumsily falls <laughs> off the stag, <laughs> and his and his legs are kind of comedically stuck in that like. <laughs> I've never ridden a horse or kind of thing before <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's i'm gonna walk over and try and look over the edge and see if i can see uh like a a, a bottom to the uh like crags full of mist okay yeah give me uh give me a perception check okay how tall are these trees
5: uh these trees are most of them are between 10 and 15 feet tall. So anyone can kind of see you from any distance if you're up in a tree? Uh, potentially, maybe not. Um, it really depends. The, the
7: MVP D6, that goes away if you don't use it in the next episode, right? Correct. Gotcha. Okay, so I got an eight. An eight, um, yeah. I mean, it, as
2: you look over in uh, down into this little inlet here, you can tell that it's you know it's you know brackish uh, salt swamp water, um, and uh, you're not sure as to the depths, but you can you know you can you guys can hear like a lot of the like insects and the um, the like, the amphibians that are uh, and the you know the other creatures that are around the area and. You can see, like, there's even, like, a saltwater frog that kind of, like, hops from one spot to the other, kind of disturbing the surface of the uh, this the stagnant water. Okay. If you... I mean, with an eight, it's hard to tell, and swamps probably aren't your forte, mm-hmm. but typically you don't think those are going to be too
5: deep. Can I see the okay. tallest tree? What is the tallest tree in the area? Sure. Uh, the tallest tree is, like... Uh, Uh,
2: you know 70 feet away from you up on this little island area it's
5: tall but it's barren but this this tree is roughly like 30 feet tall hey yuldred can you bring me over to that donkin tree over there uh uh loon loon loony loon loom, loom 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 uh what are you good at
1: I have a variety of skills. I'm a good tracker. I, uh,
5: I... I mean, in a scuffle, how do you fight and shit? Oh, I have
1: something akin to magical abilities, uh, some movement. I can, I can hold my own fairly well, but I, I'm, I'm better at being not hit than
5: anything else. You're good at being not hit? Well, you're going to need that because I'm about to show you how powerful we are, buddy. You're going to (laughs) sense that. Uh, Nez... Uh, I'm going to go to that tall-ass tree and I'm going to hide up there and I'm going to use it like an eagle's nest or some shit and you're going to do your crazy uh, magic shit at them when they reveal themselves. Uh, You can go on my signal. It's all cool. Uh, Go, Yildred! Ah! (laughs) And I don't even really wait for like uh, (laughs) conference on the matter. (laughs) Yeah,
2: you guys head this way and Loom
5: like shouts after you, I do
2: not think it would be wise to fight them
5: noted um so I'm gonna use dread and jump off of him to get like a a height uh, boost onto the tree okay yeah he he goes like you know sloshing through the you know the
2: ravines here and stuff like that and uh, he doesn't seem to drop down super far so you would be able to tell that either he's magically buoyant or they're not super deep um, but yeah, so as he gets up there, go ahead and give me an acrobatics. 22. 22, yeah. You land very well into the, into the boughs of the tree. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's a pretty thick tree. It's about 30 feet tall, um, but it's largely barren. There's a little bit of, uh, you know, some plant life on it. But yeah, for the most part, it's
5: it's pretty scant. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to scramble up to the top of the tree. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna cast disguise self and I'm going to turn into a dryad and I'm going to try and blend into the brambles of the tree okay give me athletics for your climb
2: 20 no 19 19 yep okay Uh, yeah you you make it right up there it's, there's a lot of good footholds and you know the bark is like pretty dry and uh, since it's it looks like, a, like it's a mostly dead tree. But yeah, you're able to climb pretty much up to the tippy top. Uh, like the thickest section that you'd be able to support your own weight. And then you're going to turn into a dryad? Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. Uh, and then I'll think to my... To, I'll think to Fee. It's like, all right. Uh, Nez and I and Loon, uh, we arrived at this swampy place. And... There's some bad guys coming, uh, but we're going to whoop their ass real quick and then come get you guys.
6: Oh my God, how big of a swamp? He can't tell Uh, me. (laughs) Shit.
5: (laughs) We'll get back to you in a second. Um, So yeah, I didn't say anything to Nez. I just said what my plan was. So yeah, it's up to Nez really what he does. Nez, what
2: are you going to do? You see that like Loom comes like wandering over to you. As I stressed... Your friend seems
1: a bit uh, quick to quick to act, which can be good, but in this scenario, I don't know if that's a wonderful idea. I would suggest trying to hide or uh, trap or something. What do you think?
3: At this point, I'm... I. You said there's multiple... Uh, powerful. Possible yes. Powerful enemies coming our way? Yes. <sighs> yeah, I... Oh, I don't think, I think Gil should have listened to you, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's, that's, we could try to convince him to come down from the tree, but that l- it m- will eat up more of our time. I've, well, I can't,
3: I, I can't just leave him up there.
1: What, do you have any skills or anything that would help uh, in a, in camouflage or hiding or anything
7: like that. I, I pick up a nearby branch <laughs> and I just kind of hold it up to my face and kind of... <laughs> I, I see. <laughs> uh,
1: well, perhaps we should climb the tree then. That might be the safest option. Oh.
3: Uh, I... D- I, I uh, oh, okay, whatever you think.
2: Okay, and (laughs) you guys begin wandering over to the tree uh, right there in the center, and uh, Yildred uh, helps you guys up as well. Go ahead and give me um,
5: athletics there, Nez. Before they get up at all, I'm going to look down and be like, what are you doing? (laughs) Get away from my spot, man. This is my spot.
3: We need to get out of here, Gil. We shouldn't fight these things,
5: whatever they are. Loom says that they'll kill us. I don't care what Loom says. Look at me, man. I'm like Woodsy and shit. (sighs) Just find a spot. We can at least look and see what they are. We don't need to run away like little babies. It's fine. We can scout the situation. They won't see me, man. But they'll definitely see me if you're up here with me, so fuck off.
3: (laughs) Gil, I don't know what you think Woodsy means, and you're hiding in a tree
5: that is barren. They're going to see you. I am a tree person now. If I stay still, watch this. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fucking tree, man. (laughs) Loom, where should we hide?
2: (laughs) All right, follow me. And he's going to like he's getting like pat uh, Ildrid on the on the side.
1: I don't know if you have any special abilities, but you might also want to try to hide.
2: And he like leads you off towards like these bushes over here, off to the. He, he leads you to like a copse of of thick bushes.
1: This might be our best chance. Um, do you ha- what sort of skills do you have that could aid in potentially? waylaying these things or, or or at least harming one or two of them possibly without them knowing do you have anything like that
7: <laughs> alright I'm, I'm getting here. a lot of mixed signals from Loom here like mm-hmm. we shouldn't attempt to fight these guys hey what do you got to fight these guys <laughs> it's really fucking me up mm-hmm. Um, like for I, instance and he
2: like takes out this like object from his pack and he, hold, he holds it up, and it's like this big wooden, like, conglomerate of of uh, just, like, posts and, like, hinges. And then he expands it, and he hurls it out. And let's see here. Let me move this. Oh, that's the wrong thing. He hurls it out, and we'll put it as this. Right in the center, drops this object, and it like phases up with light and then digs itself into the ground. And then it's like, there's still like a little bit of uh, loose dirt, but he like looks up at you. That is a trap.
3: Loom, we've known each other a very short amount of time, but I can assure
7: you, I have nothing of the sort (laughs) to help in that regard. Could I see him place the trap? Uh, give me a perception check. Okay.
2: 25. Ooh. You definitely saw him, especially from your
1: vantage point. Tight. I have one more of these, and I don't know if you have any specialized knowledge that would be helpful, uh, any spells at all that could could aid us.
3: No, I, I, I don't excel at deception or uh... <laughs> Any anything of the sort in in that regard.
1: Well, do you have any defensive capabilities?
3: I mean... I... I can cast spells that can help protect us, ostensibly.
1: Well, if the worst comes to worse, then utilize that. But for now, I suggest we hide. We're losing time and they will arrive. And he, like, l- like, lifts his head fairly soon. I don't know what to think about Gil, but hopefully he knows what he's
2: doing.
3: I... I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, he, and he, like, cr- crawls into the bushes in the mist. Um, do
7: you follow him? Yeah, absolutely. I have... Alright, He sneaks. Zero fucking idea what's going on or, like... <laughs> anything. Oh, this is bad news bears. Okay, you a dirty ever- 20. Oh, nice. So, yeah,
2: uh, Nez, you find that as you, like, kind of crawl in here, the color scheme is actually very close to, like, your poncho. Uh, It's like a, you know, kind of a darker green, kind of, you know, almost like a russet green color. Um, And you find that while the... This undergrowth or this overgrowth looks like it might be like really sharp and stabby and dry. It's actually quite soft, and you feel like you can sink down pretty well and still have like a decent vantage point from where you're at hiding. Okay. And yeah, and Gil, are you gonna do anything right now? You watch as Ildred just kind of like gives you a look and then like starts
5: heading off down the way. Uh, I'm just gonna stay still and then uh, wait to see if I can spot them coming. Alright, give me a perception check, Gil.
2: It's 22. 22. Um, as you're looking around, you uh, like trying to see any sign, after a couple more minutes, you start to hear the sound of rustling and chatter. Uh, and that would be to the north of you. Up in, uh, up in, beyond where you guys have already been um you start to hear yeah there's definitely the sound of movement it doesn't sound like there's like horses or anything like that it def it 100% sounds like like bipedal uh bipedal creatures moving but there is a group of them uh, you can't quite see them but you can hear them are there any animals nearby uh n- not anything like l- very large uh there's like bugs and insects there's like you you're pretty sure you see, like, the nest of birds in that tree that you're in? Uh, can I see if I can find a bird in there? Uh, give me an investigation.
5: I am rolling rocks. Nineteen. Nineteen?
2: <laughs> uh, you don't find any birds in the nest, but you do see that there are six eggs, and these eggs do not look like bird eggs. These eggs look almost reptilian. Okay.
5: Have I seen these kind of eggs before?
2: Um, give me a nature check. Nine. Mm. You have not. How big are they? Uh, they're fist size. They're fairly large eggs.
0: Okay. Oh, you're gonna get
6: a mad mama. <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
7: and now we're gonna switch back to can and fee. I'm just imagining the uh the almost heroes. Segment with Chris <laughs> Farley
2: getting the <laughs> eagle. Eggs. The eagle, yeah,
8: I'm
7: picking <laughs> him up.
8: Ah! Oh,
2: Come on, God. all right. Can and Fee, you guys have begun traversing down the tunnel. Uh, you can see like the tiny bit of illumination from uh, Crumb's wings, uh, but it's a pretty dark tunnel. Fee, you don't have any problem seeing. Can, are you gonna light a torch or are you just gonna walk through the dark?
4: I. Um, it's daylight outside, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. You guys haven't been down okay. here super, super long, just a couple hours.
4: I still have my torch.
2: Okay. Yep. All right. So you're going to keep moving with your torch. Mm-hmm. And you guys follow, you know, down this tunnel until you get to the end. It takes you a few minutes, but you get to the end. And uh, there's like a really shoddily made kind of rope ladder that leads up. And you guys can see. Uh, it looks like there's maybe a platform up above, like a landing, and there's a little bit of light coming out of there, so you're pretty sure you're at the end of the tunnel. Okay. I put out my torch. Okay.
6: Okay. Is Robini with us?
2: No. Robini stayed behind.
6: Oh, shit. So it's literally just us?
2: It's you three. Yep.
6: Okay. Oh, wait. who's Who else is with us? Loom. Crum. Crum. Oh, right. Mm. I thought we had one other person, like a grown-up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Crumb we is, is a You're grown-up us, Yeah, right. you guys are the, we the, are the grown-ups, grown-ups. <laughs> um, Okay, well
5: Unfortunately <laughs> Which is horrifying At yeah. least
6: we know that they did make it okay But now they're at a swamp um, Which I have questions about that swamp But anyway, um, I don't, I don't know where the swamp would be in reference to here I don't know how far Wait. they are Do we go up now and take a peek?
0: Wait who is it, a swamp? I guess that's where Gil and Nez are. Wait, did he, did he say something to you? Yeah, he talked in the, the tooth thing, and he
6: told me that um, they're heading to a swamp now. And so I'm hoping that's in the right direction. Um, but yeah, apparently they survived whatever they did before, so that's good. But yeah, I don't know how far this swamp is from here. Can we tell it all from, like, in the earth or anything? Is there anything swampy feeling?
2: Uh, you... you I can allow either of you to uh, roll survival or nature. And uh, if one of you can give the help action, whoever wants to roll nature.
4: Oh. Um, I have a plus three to nature. I have a plus four, but I rolled
6: really Ooh. bad. Would that mean I get advantage if it's help?
2: If can is helping you,
6: I'll help you yay,
2: all right, you get advantage
6: oh much better okay, dirty twenty
2: okay, so yeah, the two of you combined kind of start looking around and feeling the earth uh around you uh it's it's pretty solid rock um there I mean can you would notice there's a like kind of a a familiar scent uh a kind of a sea salt scent still um but you didn't 100% lose that scent when you guys were in the the spore village um and fee you also you you pick up that scent so wherever you guys are it's a little bit closer to at least saltwater though you're not 100% sure because you are in a tunnel the air is kind of damp but yeah the earth itself is like pretty rocky stone this was a this was a well-fashioned tunnel
6: okay okay um so uh, okay, do we want to just peek and just see, I guess, while we wait? I I don't know if we should just pop right out and get started
0: right away, but... No. Yeah. Probably. I think we should try to see what we've got. Definitely. Okay. All
2: right. What Let's do you guys want to do?
0: Cautiously peek. I can go up first.
2: Okay. Uh, all right. So, yeah, you don't have any problem climbing this rope ladder. It's fairly... It, it's it's shoddily made but it's not going to affect you can and so you just climb right up
4: very sneakily
2: alright and you get up to the, the landing and you can see that there's like a like earthen stairs that lead to kind of a small hole that peeks out and you're seeing a little bit of light filter through but you can also see like bushes and trees so this entrance or exit I guess in your case is partially obscured by uh, hmm. like foliage of some kind
4: Okay. Do i mean you want to keep going? hmm
2: Okay. Uh, so you head out and you, yeah, you're surrounded by bushes and trees. And uh, if you are to, do you peek out of the bushes and trees?
4: I'm going to kind of like nestle into a bush and mm-hmm. kind of see if I can peek through a little bit as I become one <laughs> <laughs> with the bush. Okay.
2: Gotcha. Uh, all right. Well, give me a perception check.
4: You bet. Twenty-two.
2: Twenty-two. Okay. With twenty-two, you are going to be able to peek out pretty easily, and allow me to show you what you see as I describe hey. it
5: as well.
6: So many maps.
5: On the map. On
6: the map. On the, the map. I'm the map. I'm the map.
2: All right, can. This the is map! what you see. Uh you peek out and you see uh you, you seem to be in an elevated area, there's rocks surrounding you. Uh you smell very strongly salt water. You're convinced that You are in some sort of salt, like the edge, maybe, of a saltwater swamp that has, like, where the land gets a little less swampy and a little more raised. As you peer out, the first thing you see directly across from you, there seems to be, like, some sort of drop into a ravine of some kind. And across, 55, 60 feet away from you, um, you can see this humanoid creature standing, looking like they're maybe, like lazily napping and what they what they appear to look like is they have kind of yellowish pinkish purplish skin uh, from what you can tell you got a 23 you said with perception 22 22 yeah and uh, they're wearing like strange raiments like it's like very scant armor and cloth uh, very light uh, this person looks to be very tall and they've got like kind of a reddish tint to their hair You, it's unlikely that you've ever seen a a humanoid creature like this ever before. Um, Their face looks a little strange too, whereas typically with a lot of humanoids, they have kind of like a, you know, a a profile that kind of extends, whereas theirs, their profile, uh, it kind of looks like they have more of a, like a a recessed face. Uh, Their nose is kind of recessed. Um, They just, they look very, very odd and so like a flat face kind of yes um closer to like how nez's face would be um where it's kind of got that like that slope to it as opposed to like you know kind of protruding Mm -hmm. um so yeah they it almost looks like they don't have a nose Hmm. and they're just kind of like lazily leaning against a very strange looking uh like spear weapon that looks like it's made of partially organic components of some kind it's really hard to tell um but as you yeah kind of look out you can see that there's a a ravine and uh yeah and then down a ways you could see that there's another one of these creatures uh down and in the ravine and they seem to be busying themselves trying to drag some sort of object out of the water also tall very thin uh, but still have a lot of muscle tone to them. Dressed very similarly to this other one, but you could see this like organic spear is on their back as they're currently wrestling with an object.
4: Can I see generally what that object is? Uh, it looks like some
2: sort of like keg or or barrel of some kind they're trying to drag out, but it looks like it's stuck in the mud a little bit.
0: Hmm. What do you, What do you see? I shimmy back. Okay. So. It looks really marshy out here, so maybe Gil and Nez aren't that far. Okay. Which that's is good. good news. Yeah. But there's a big drop-off in a ravine. Okay. And across the way, I can see one really weird guy. He's like yellowy, purpley, looks really tall, definitely taller than me. Um, kind of like a, a weird flat face. I don't I've never seen something like this guy. And then down low in the ravine there's another one of these guys and he's like he's dragging something out of the water like a keg or something. Hmm. Any
6: no sign of kids or anything or cages? Anything like that? I don't that?
0: I don't see the kids or cages but I'm assuming they're across the way. Right. So,
2: yeah, one of, one of the things you would have noticed is that as you kind of peeked out on your right side, there's a, a cluster of tall, like, boulders that kind of obscured mm-hmm. seeing beyond a certain section. Obviously, if you were to peek out a bit more and try to climb down or climb around, you'd be able to see. But for the moment, that was in your narrow scope of vision.
6: Okay, so so the coast is clear where we come up out of this pole here?
0: Yeah, but I'd be, like, really quiet and make sure that you stay behind all of these, like, trees and stuff. Okay. So, so, Crumb, quiet.
6: And we'll make our way up.
2: Yeah, I could be so quiet you won't even know I
6: exist. Prove it. (laughs) You got it, Buster. All right, and we'll make our way up, too.
2: All right. So, you also climb out, Fee. But yeah, so you guys climb out and yeah, you see very similar stuff. These two don't look like they have noticed you at all. We're hidden away though, right? Yeah, you're behind like a large sh- shrub. Like you're you're there's a very narrow way that they'd be able to see and luckily neither of them are are uh, looking that direction. What do you guys want to do?
6: Um I might try to look kind of rock side see if I can still be kind of hiding from those two humanoids and just try and peek over that other side see if there's anything that way or a clear path to get
2: so these rocks are pretty tall they're probably Mm -hmm. 10 feet like the top of them would be about 10 feet above where you currently are on this like um, raised little cliff area it would require an athletics check to climb up these rocks
0: hey I might be able to do something sneakier okay what are you thinking so I was thinking that maybe I could send out, like, a, a bird or something and have that get eyes on and, like, an aerial view of what's going on. Yeah, um, definitely. That sounds good. And then we can stay here and stay safe. That's true. Until everyone comes yeah send
2: the
4: bird out i, I i'm I, i'd like to see that i mean shush uh, sh- sh- crumb <laughs> okay i am going to use one of my wild shapes and i'm mm-hmm. going to cast wild companion mm-hmm. and um have like a, a familiar oh it's a fey instead of a beast i guess shit okay.
5: it would still function the same
2: yeah
4: yeah is it going to be inconspicuous? Right. Like um, a
2: bird? what is the, the description?
4: Of what? I think of it just the, changes
5: the it just changes its
4: creature type. So it wouldn't okay. be
5: affected by the same stuff that a beast would if somebody were to cast okay. a spell on it or something.
2: Okay, so you want it to take the form of a like a bird.
4: hmm A highly intelligent bird. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, I want
4: like a raven.
2: A raven? Okay.
4: Unless those aren't native to this area.
2: And they probably wouldn't be. Maybe like a seagull or... I don't want a seagull. Maybe a a mockingjay.
4: I want something that is smart. Smart. Swamp bird.
2: Like a magpie then, probably.
4: Send him out. (laughs) (laughs) All right,
2: so you... How does this spell look when you cast it?
4: I'm going to hunch down, like kind of squat down to the ground and kind of like nestle in like I'm nestling into a nest.
8: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to kind of curl my arms up like their wings and close my eyes. I'm going to concentrate really hard and then a bird is going to come out.
2: Okay, so...
0: Like you're laying an egg? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: a little bit. So a bird flies out from behind you and starts flapping into the air and soars up above and kind of... You can watch as it kind of like, you know, makes a little... Uh, circle around the area, uh, gets a good lay of the land, and then comes back to you. What's the communion uh, like in that spell?
4: It's just like a familiar.
2: Oh, okay. So yeah, it can communicate mentally to you. So you just you hear in your head, alright, so here's what I saw. (laughs) And it's going to do a very good job of describing the area, which It describes as up ahead not far maybe 200 feet uh beyond where you guys can see is a cave there is a there's a sentry that looks very similar to the others that you've seen um standing guard outside of the cave there is another sentry uh, taking a nap, <laughs> so not very good century, on the, like, shallow banks of this uh, little, like, swamp inlet. Uh, there's lots of rocks around, but it's it's mostly, like, a kind of a recessed area. The water go- seems to go up to the cave, and then a stream kind of goes in, but it looks like it's been barricaded a little bit for dryness. Uh, surrounding you on either side is a lot of, uh, like, thick grass, and... Um, and some some trees up a little bit to the north of you, near the near the cave itself. But the area with all the water is very recessed. And then there's a like a kind of an island section, right in the center, with a large tree kind of growing out of it. But yeah, they most of the uh, sentries are on the opposite side from where you guys are, except for the one uh, in front of the cavern.
4: So, did it see the kids?
2: It did not see the kids.
4: Did it go over that like r- rock area?
2: Yep, it went all the way around. It, it's you know the assumption you could probably make is that the kids are inside the cave. Yes. Okay.
4: Um, I send it out again to go like a little bit to kind of expand that radius to see if it can see Gillanese.
2: Okay. Um, you want it to? You want it specifically what?
4: Wait one second. Okay. I'm going to um, pull out a little piece of paper okay. or a leaf or something, whatever right. I have on hand. Okay. I'm going to jot down a note.
2: All right. And what do you write?
0: I'm going to write Gill and Nez. We came through the tunnel. We're here. We have eyes on. There's a cave. Think kids inside. Tell Fee when you're here.
2: Okay. And you give that to the magpie? Mm-hmm. The fey magpie? All right, what specific instructions do you give this magpie?
4: I'm going to tell the magpie to fly around the marshy areas to see if it can find Gil and Nez. Okay. And give them this note and kind of instruct... I don't know if I should, like, give them instructions on where to go. Does Lo- Loom knows where they're going, right? hmm yeah. Okay, so I'm going to just... I want the bird to give them the note saying that we are here and we are ready, waiting, eyes on.
2: Okay, the bird accepts the note and flaps off, circling around in wider and wider circles, looking as though it's searching for, you know, something that would, you know, look a little bit more similar to what you described. You guys both notice that when the bird takes off uh, for the second time and starts circling, uh, the the sentry on the rocks right Directly across the way Kind of keeps an eye On this bird And you watch as it's like Anytime it moves It follows it with its head And eyes Like Seeing exactly What it's doing And where it's going
8: mm.
2: Alright, is there anything else You guys would like to do? Can I think to my bird? Uh, yeah, if it acts as a familiar As long as it's within 100 feet
4: Is it within 100 feet? Mm-hmm, yeah Okay, I'm gonna think to it
2: be careful
0: they're watching you from below
2: and you watch as it like dips its wings a little bit and then like adopts like a a much less circular pattern and kind of like a meandering pattern uh kind of trying to mimic an actual bird and then yeah and then eventually it kind of disappears from your sight okay anything else you guys would like to do
6: yeah so so are, are we going to try to climb these rocks because I was kind of looking through my pack a little bit, and I do have potions of climbing.
0: That seems really convenient. It really
6: does. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I can give you one. I'm fine with that. We can climb the rocks. It might make it a little bit easier. I haven't used it yet, so I'm pretty excited.
0: Well, so. I don't want to get out here yet, just because, like, we'd be out in the open and they'd be able to see us. But I think that we... I did send a note with the bird for Gillinez, so hopefully they're here soon. Okay. So we just wanna
6: wait. Do we wanna just I don't know. What is going to be our plan? Maybe we make a plan. I'm gonna pull
4: out my book. Okay. Is it it said that it's plants okay. and animals. Yep.
8: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm gonna pull that out. Okay. I'm gonna start leafing through and i don't know how it's organized mm-hmm. but i'm going to be looking for something that's that would be useful um or give us any kind of hint anything helpful about what um anything that could be used plant wise or anything to either look out for or use animal wise or if the these humanoids wouldn't be in the book would they
2: well that's i guess i've you'd never have seen them. But keep in mind, you cannot read the actual text that is in the book, mm-hmm. so you would have to rely on pictures. But I will allow you to give me an investigation check.
0: I will.
4: <laughs> Six. Six.
2: Yeah, you're like leafing through. Uh, you see you see a few animals that you've never seen before in there, um, and you'll take note of those because you've... Uh, you know those are they're interesting you've never you've absolutely never seen some of these animals before uh, but yeah like the plants that you see are you know without knowing exactly what their descriptions are um, it's a little bit more difficult than you imagined it might be initially
4: dang it okay did we
6: figure out right. what language the book is
2: uh, no you assume it's something l- like local to the area okay. um, loom was able to translate That's it right? Yeah. so um, but yeah uh, all right. Now we're gonna go back to Nez and Gil. Gil, you see finally emerging from kind of the trees and stuff like that. You see six individuals, six humanoid creatures, all very tall, all taller than you. Some look like they might even be taller than Nez. Um, they've got like kind of yellowish, purplish skin, uh, kind of transitioning skin tones. And they seem to have, like, these odd raiments of, like, almost primitive at times, and other times, like, organic. And they all seem to be wearing, like, like this these armaments, but they also have organic-looking weapons as well. Like, it looks like they're, like, fr- at the first glance, it would look almost like they had, like, crustaceans or barnacles on them, but it looks, it looks different than what you've seen in the past. But yeah, all of them are they they're dressed generally the same and as they kind of like move through they're, they they're chatting to one another, but it's hard for you to make out what they're saying. You know that if they get close enough, you'll be able to understand them, but at the moment they're they're talking quiet enough that it's it's hard to discern. Nez and Loom, you guys are still
5: in the bushes. Nez, give me a perception check. Yes, sir. While he's doing that, can I tell how they're moving? Like, do they stay in formation or are they like scattered as they move? Do they seem to have like a a cohesion to them? Yeah, there's there's definitely like they, they
2: stay closer together as they move, but it is kind of like a fanned out. Uh, almost like a formation but it's it's a loose formation they're not super rigid about it but they're it's almost like it's designed f- to maximize their like peripheral vision and so they can you know kind of keep a, a wide berth and
5: protect themselves so they're at least quasi-intelligent in some yes capacity. It, it
2: appears that way and they're definitely like they're they're the way that their body language is when they're talking to each other definitely implies a level of intelligence uh nez what did you get uh 15 15 nez off in the distance you spot something strange you see like a bird of some kind kind of like Mm. making weird (laughs) like strange patterns as if it's attempting to it almost it looks very suspicious to you this bird and uh especially because it's it's looks like it doesn't really belong it kind of belongs but it doesn't belong and from what you guys have seen from the animals here so far but yeah it's uh it it just kind of catches your your attention but it also with a you got a 16 15 15 uh you're not sure but it looks like it is kind of heading in your direction hmm
7: and it, it does strike me as odd not just a like oh yeah, no, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's
2: odd because it almost looks like it's injured or like it's just it or like it's confused. You see the, the pattern it's making more often with like birds that are being attacked by other birds. But it's it doesn't look like it's under any
7: duress, just the weird pattern in which it's like kind of weaving. Uh, does it seem like it's going to make its way overhead uh, of our current location?
2: With a 15, you can't tell, but it's definitely heading in your direction. Okay. Sif,
3: can I have you fly up and get a better look at everything and maybe take a look at that approaching bird? It seems odd, and it might have something to do with these adversaries.
2: Sif kind of, like, flaps up and then just starts, like, raising and going to meet this other creature up in the air uh Gail, what are you going to
5: do are you just going to kind of sit and wait uh, i'm going to study whatever i can about them as they like talk and as they move uh look for any weaknesses on their bodies or anything um just getting a look for how they operate and stuff
2: yeah there's definitely a roughness to them um as they get closer they definitely look hardened and tough. These look like people who could definitely do some serious damage if left to their own devices. Um, and eventually, they get within range that you can start hearing their conversation. You're picking up little snippets, and you hear like uh, one of them says,
1: well, "We just have to get a little bit further, and then we can take a break and eat."
2: And another one kind of like leans in.
1: Uh, It's really hard work having to uh, constantly keep somebody on watch. Are you sure it's going to be okay leaving them behind? And the first one says, Yes, it'll be fine. As you know, he's there too, so if anything gets out of order, he'll take care
2: of it and they kind of have like a general conversation as they continue to move forward forward one of them the one that's doing most of the talking and the most complaining (laughs) seems to be like kind of like the leader of this little outfit but that's that's the most like you would get without trying to get more in depth with your insight and they slowly continue to move forward they do not seem impeded at all by the um the nature of the terrain the swamp water doesn't bother them, they just kind of stamp right into it and just keep moving in a direct line, uh, and they get closer and closer to your tree. Nez, uh, you hear in your head from Sif,
1: This is another familiar. This is can's familiar.
3: Oh, good. Are they okay?
1: There's a note.
2: Oh, can, can you bring it to me? Can Can I can our familiars talk to each other? Yes, but they a familiar can't talk to somebody else's, like, familial partner.
7: Bond. Okay, yeah. right. Okay, I was, I was going to say, like, can they just be our version of AIM? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, anybody out there, ASL? Um, okay. Uh,
3: yes. Uh, grab, grab the note. Bring it back to me. Let... Can's familiar know that we're hiding in a swamp and there seem to be some locals <laughs> that we're not engaging
2: yet. Yes. And there's a, just another moment and then Sif takes the a note and starts fluttering down towards you, Nez, and you receive the note from Can. Um, and you... Uh, You, like, read it over so, you know, you kind of understand the details and you kind of know that they're kind of waiting for you guys unless
7: they get some sort of notice. Okay. Thanks, Sif. And then, um, what, can I see the, the crustacean swamp people?
8: Yeah, (laughs) Uh, now you're
7: able to see them. Okay, and I see that they're approaching. Yeah, you can Um, see a few of them because they're kind of, like, a little bit, some of them are obscured, but yeah. And I know we're hiding in, like, the brush. Is there any... uh, Are we near, like, one of the banks of water by any chance? you're right by one. Mm -hmm. Sweet, okay. There's Um, a pool of water in front of you, like a
2: a puddle of some kind. You don't know how deep. Okay, And then a little bit beyond that is one of the little tributaries.
7: Gotcha. I'm going to look around the perimeter of the little pool. Are there, Mm. like, any, any pebbles that I can see by any chance? Give me a perception check. Okay.
2: Ooh, that's a 12. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can see some pebbles around the, the lip of the pool. Inside of it, you actually can't see very well because it's kind of murky. But
7: Okay. Um, can I reach out and scoop up some?
2: Yeah, you think you could probably do that without like even a stealth roll. They're still
7: a little ways off, so you don't think if you like stuck your hand out from where you're at, they'd see you. Sweet. Okay, I'm going to just try and grab like a handful as quietly as possible and mm-hmm. just kind of quietly place the the, the pile in mm-hmm. front of me. Okay. And then uh, I would like to cast Magic Stone. Okay. Um, three of them. All right. Go ahead and read the description for the spell. Uh, so it says, You touch one to three pebbles and imbue them with magic. You or someone else can make a ranged spell attack with one of the pebbles by throwing it or hurling it with a sling. If thrown, it has a range of 60 feet. If someone else attacks with the pebble, that attacker adds your spellcasting ability modifier, not the attackers, to the attack roll. On a hit, the target takes bludgeoning damage equal to 1d6 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Hit or miss, the spell then ends on the stone. Excellent. All right. All
2: right, so you cast it on three stones, you said? Yes, please. All right, three stones.
7: Uh, How do you cast this spell? Uh, So I'm actually going to hold both of my hands over the pile, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to close my eyes, and three of them are going to kind of levitate up towards me uh, to the point where I'm going to put one hand underneath the levitating stones and one hand above, and they're going to kind of spin in almost kind of like a uh like you know when you're looking at a DNA strand and it's oh, okay, spinning. It's nice. like kind a of double thing. helix. Yeah. Yeah, a double helix, yeah. And as they they spin faster and faster, they kind of start glowing with this kind of bluish hue similar to uh what the what the orb looks like, the invisible orb on the end of my staff looks like. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to slowly come to rest in the palm of my hand, uh that's underneath them. Very nice. All right, yeah, so uh, Loom kind of, like, watches you do that. I thought you didn't have anything that could help us.
3: I underestimate myself a lot.
7: And I I <laughs> hold out my hand as if to, uh, well, to give him the three stones that I just imbued with magic. And he holds them. Uh, thank you. Yeah, no problem.
2: I think and I can then- do
1: something with these
2: right on gill they're getting very very close to you are you just gonna kind of like wait and see what happens yeah i'm just gonna keep still okay and they keep on keeping on all right can and fee you guys are sitting up there kind of waiting and the magpie returns and explains that they are not far There may be, by foot, it'd maybe be a 10-minute trip, Mm -hmm. but uh, they are not far from you guys, and they are waiting as some creatures, and they're described very similarly to the ones that you guys see, kind of, like, move past them. They're kind of waiting to see what happens.
5: We knew there was 10 of them, right? Isn't that what you said? There was 10 total? You were told that there were 10 total. Okay. 6 of them just came by and then mm-hmm. there's like 4
8: mm-hmm.
5: stationed at their area. 3, I think. 4 that you can see outside of the cavern.
2: There are
4: 4. Okay. I guess we haven't discussed if we're comfortable killing these guys. I'm mean, sorry. I
5: mean, yeah. I'm going to think to Fee. Well, um, <laughs> hold on. Well, no, okay. this is relevant to you. I
4: know,
6: but I didn't get to say it. Like <laughs> well, anything. I didn't say
5: anything when they were passing. I'm just going to send this I, message I, to. I just
6: want to ask my question before I forget. Um, so since the magpie flew around and saw them, are they coming from cave direction or coming from the direction we're at from below?
2: Uh, cl- it indicated it was
5: closer from where you guys at. are at, so.
6: Okay, I just wanted to make sure before anything else. Mm -hmm. Okay, now go.
5: (laughs) I'm going to think. Alright, there's six of these dudes. Uh, They were talking about some guy protecting the cave on the inside. They seem kind of lazy, like they don't like their job. But I'm gonna, I think I'm just gonna let them pass. I think somebody said there's only like ten of these shitheads, so we should be good if we meet up.
6: Okay, I'll relay all that to Can. Mm hmm. Okay, so I guess we just
0: get ready and wait. So, how many can we see?
2: You can see, well, you, with your physical eyes, you can see two.
0: So, we have eyes on two. Mm hmm. And then You know
2: that there's two more in the direct vicinity.
0: From the magpie.
2: Yep. But the magpie did not go in the cave, so you don't know if there's any more in there or what's going on.
0: But there's supposed to be ten.
2: That was what was told to you guys. That is very certain what was told to you guys.
0: So, you said, so I know that? Mm Mm-hmm, yep. So you said that Gil sees six, and we can see two. Mm Mm-hmm. And the magpie saw two others. So that's ten. But yep. then there's supposed to be something in the cave. Uh, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Um, huh. I have a feeling that whatever is in the cave is more powerful than these. I yeah, probably.
6: Why do they want mushroom kids in cages with this giant thing? I'm assuming it's giant. I guess I don't know if it's giant, but it's just weird.
0: That is weird.
2: Uh, I need both of you guys to give me a perception check.
6: Okay. I rolled a solid 20, so
4: 22. Okay. Aww. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to add my d10 of inspiration. There you go. Use that shit. I'm gonna use that shit. Let's come back. 19. 19.
2: So 19 and 20? 22. Twenty-two. Okay, uh, Fee. You notice this slightly faster than Can, but Can, you you clearly notice this. Uh, you guys, as you guys are kind of like looking around to see if there's anything else that you might have missed. At the top of the rocks, you suddenly see as the cloud, or as the sun goes behind the clouds a little bit, a distortion on the top of the boulders. A large distortion. It looks like some sort of in the shape of almost like a carriage of some kind and as the light continues to go as the sun continues to go behind the clouds it gets a little bit more visible to you it's almost as if because of like the the overcast nature there's some sort of magically obscured thing chilling at the top of these boulders and it's fairly large like i said roughly carriage sized but you also hear from within that little section <coughs> oh shit and that's where
7: we're going to end for the
8: night.
5: What? <laughs> no shit.
7: <laughs> nah, no, shit, I just got watered all for myself.
0: Mm-hmm. The fuck? More sad.
7: Okay. Yeah. Alright. Alright. Yeah. Okay, so...
2: I think it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire Question.
4: Why are we doing the Around the Campfire (laughs) Question? I think it's time for tonight's MVPC. What the fuck is
5: happening? (laughs) One of
2: those, you know, you know. All right, I want you guys to tell me who the most valuable player character is. Now, for those of you listening, and for those of you here at the table, Nez is one, Gil is two, Fee is three, and Can is four. On the count of three, I'm going to have you guys hold up the number of fingers corresponding to the person you would like to see become the most valuable player character. Now, I'll give you a moment to decide, and then we will vote. Does everybody know? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, Vote! Billy, I Why do you hesitate? See. What?
7: Nothing.
8: all.
2: Oh, okay. So we've got two votes for Nez and two votes for Can.
4: Keep them up. Can, uh, why did you vote for Nez? Familiar power. Hey. Familiar power. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, and I like the pebble thing. That was fun. Nice. I know about that. Gil, and I love you? the image of, like, his his little hand coming out, like, his creepy long hand coming out and just, like, collecting a handful of pebbles and slowly hey, bringing it back what? in.
7: Why do I have a creepy little hand?
4: Have you seen your character? It's like, you look like you're a tree. But she didn't say little. If anything, it'd be a creepy big hand. That's what she said. But she yeah, said long It's hand. very thin, though, in my mind. Long. Like, they look like tree roots. I know you're not a tree, <laughs> but in my brain.
5: All right, all right. I'll I'll take it. I'll
7: take it. Like little tree
4: roots. Gil, why'd you
5: vote for Nez? You don't have to be offended. He's not real. Um, (laughs) I voted for Nez because, uh, I thought it was funny how scared he was and how not scared Gil was. (laughs) The dynamic was uh, the interaction. Like (laughs) was, was really funny. It was very odd couple. I liked it.
2: (laughs) Uh, Nez, why did you vote for can, uh,
7: familial friends, (laughs) uh, yeah, I, th- I thought that was really, that was really good. And just kind of like sending it out there like, hey, you know, and just ha- happened to fucking stumble upon us. And I, we linked up via familiars <laughs> and I thought that was very serendipitous happenstance. So just neat. Very nice.
2: Yeah. Uh, you would have been the natural target for that since Gil does not look like Gil at the moment. So, um, <laughs> and fee, why did you vote for can
6: um, I liked the idea of like sending the familiar thing with a note. I thought that was really good because it was getting really frustrating not being able to muni- communicate to them. So,
8: mm-hmm.
6: yeah, that was good. And that helps all of us a lot.
5: Life found a way.
6: Life did find mm-hmm. a
5: way. All right. That means
2: tonight's MVPCs are Nezra Kaziel and Kanakongo. Yeah. yeah. Take your 1D6 and don't act like dicks and maybe find some sticks and... (laughs) I
8: ran out of steam there at the end.
7: That's fair.
2: All right. That's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Thanks to all of you
5: listeners. Tomas, tell them about reviewing. Go do some reviewing. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. Uh, tell us what you think about the show or anything else. We will read it on the air. We appreciate your support. Excellent. And Lindsay, tell them about the Discord.
6: Well, you know, uh, who likes free things? everybody, do, it. everybody likes free things and you know what else is free the discord it's free what yeah it is free fun it's
8: so free it's so
6: free. free it's almost another letter sound mixed in there but but yeah it is free you can talk with a bunch of people and i don't know like talk about your interest share some fun little um uh, I don't know, emoticon things, some gifts and memes. You like, can
5: vote on the MVPC. Vote
6: on the MVPC. Maybe you disagree with our MVPCs. Let us know. It's happened.
4: Let us know. Yes. we don't Power care. Power to the people. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
7: Thank um, you, Lindsay. To yeah. the yeah. Billy. Tell them about Patreon. Go to Patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate. Check out the tiers of Patreonage that we have. (laughs) And you can start giving us money to get cool bonus stuff. The highest tier gets a swag bag or whatever we're calling it at the time of you listening to this. Where you get cool stuff. And you get access to episodes early. And you get access to cool stuff in the Discord that is free. But you get more access to not free stuff in the Discord. More free. (laughs) You get to lord it over those who don't have that. So check it out. Excellent.
2: And Michaela, why don't you tell them about our merch?
4: I know that it's probably a little early to be thinking about wedding season in (laughs) your minds but there is no time like the present and really it is best to start thinking about these things early because we all know that this spring and summer and probably fall because that's a thing now is going to be full of weddings so think about your outfit early hop on t public and find yourself a good t-shirt you know your fancy one to wear
2: Very nice. Well, that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. See you next week. I am your host and DM, Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast where we go on adventures so you don't have to.
4: Bye, 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 bye,
2: bye, 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 bye,
7: bye, bye,
5: I never see pictures Michaela takes because <laughs> she doesn't mm-hmm. post them on social media. So.
4: That's actually not true. Any good one that you see Seth posting <laughs> is probably <laughs> taken by me.
5: Yeah. Uh, um, well, I mean, Seth her camera quality is way better. So do you, Seth, do you post? Oh, you take her phone and then take photos with her phone?
4: Not No, often. he'll take, I'll send him the photos that I take. Wait, when's the last time that happened? I send you, like, all the photos that I take.
7: Yeah, but I never post those ones. Mm-mm. I, I only ever see... I can go see- through and... The only photos that I see Seth post are pictures of you where yeah. you are clearly not holding a camera.
5: <laughs> so I was going to say, by how this. the fuck did she take
8: it? Yeah. <laughs> That's so that the mystery sentence, of
5: the Samsung. Yeah, that sentence was really <laughs> confounding me. Mika's body can separate from the top and bottom, so her, her feet are just positioning the
2: It's the not
4: just pictures of me.
2: <laughs> if it's a picture of Argus, uh, it's about it's like a 75% chance she took that picture.
0: Uh-huh. sense. but the fun. ones that I
2: took uh, okay. last night that was all me baby
0: Previously on the fuck me
8: <laughs> <laughs> fuck me <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
5: <laughs> Hearing those Solid. phrases from can
4: <laughs> fuck me <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>
5: Stop smiling. It's really weird. It's super uh know. on and abrupt off. Yeah.
4: because you can
5: have you can be drinking all night in your 30s and then you wake up and you feel totally fine. No explanation. Yeah. Or you can drink a little bit and then wake up and you feel like uh, t Rex was using like uh, uh, an ice pick on your skull or something. <laughs> t- like the, the, band. the band, the band T Rex is using an ice pick on your
7: skull. They each have one, but
4: that kind of adds to the fun of everything because it's just like a, a crapshoot constantly. <laughs> it's a <fucking> slot machine. <laughs> like who like who let's see what we get.
5: <laughs> Drinking this mixed bag. It's like the last time my uh, bicep hurt after drinking, what? and I was like, what was I doing? Was yeah. I doing like a, a bunch of fist
2: bumps or something?
5: <laughs> just in the mirror, flexing just
2: non-stop. You're like, let's see how much I can flex. Yeah. Oh,
8: fuck!
7: <laughs> you just kept stabbing yourself with a syringe over and over again. <laughs> Did I take insulin? I can't remember.
5: <laughs> you don't need insulin, <laughs> just do more. Just in case. <laughs> That's not where you put it. <laughs> yeah. it goes fent- to the heart faster. My hangover's
6: my hangovers have been okay. I haven't really had any issues. I'm I'm like kind of tired and groggy the next day, but I'm tired and groggy all the time. So I think
5: you just don't drink the volume that uh, <laughs> I definitely do. Oh uh, yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. We, we've had some rough ones after the birthday party.
0: Ooh. Oh,
2: we when we <laughs> came to town and 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 went out. Yeah, we were.
4: <laughs> oh we were yeah, way
1: hungover. The that was
4: day. the worst and. A long time, yeah. And hopefully, the worst for well, a I, very long time.
7: <laughs> I think that probably just uh, adds credence to the like. It depends on what you're drinking too, because like Everything. that night we drank fucking everything. But we also
4: started at like 11 a.m. because we went over to Blank and Blank's house to celebrate their blank and
8: (laughs) (laughs) respecting privacy, I guess.
4: And yeah, Uh, then just continued. I
7: actually don't remember who it is now because you said (laughs) Blank and Blank. I was like, what? That's okay. Uh, I also celebrate every blank that I shoot, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway. No, I... I, uh, Cause like the, the new year's party, I thought for sure I was going to be fucked and I was okay. I, yeah, I, was, I, I, was, I was like tired, kinda tired yeah. because mm-hmm. well, like we didn't get much sleep cause we stayed up a fucking night. But I think if I would have gotten like a solid six to eight hours, I think I would have been absolutely fine. Yeah, my yeah arm the main hurt. issue
4: for me was like desperately wanting chicken fries. <laughs> mm,
6: yeah. Yeah. You like really malevolently.
5: Like
4: super. <laughs> like,
6: you wanted them so bad. Like we were
7: scared fight.
5: if we couldn't find them. <laughs> like you were
7: turning into a, a horror movie villain like Freddy Krueger, <laughs> but it was chicken finger f- fries for fucking the glove hand. <laughs> Lord but Jesus don't want to see me without <laughs> these chicken did. fries.
6: And all was I, well. I was also
7: looking over our bank account recently and just looking at all the Burger King charges from that weekend and just feeling so much fucking shame
4: I didn't Ugh. feel a single ounce of shame about that I felt I feel good sh- about I, it
7: I'm like made of shame it's amazing Me I'm too. not catholic I felt
5: several ounces
4: of yeah. cholesterol it has been years since I had a chicken fry and it, it was, was worth time. it I wish I would have gotten a larger size than a small yeah, yeah.
7: do you guys hear about Pluto yeah, that's <laughs> several Best times, time, man,
5: from yeah. Disney. Didn't it just come all the way around one rotation? I think it's like twenty nine years or something like that. I thought it just did.
6: Wait, I didn't hear about Pluto. The fuck are you talking about?
5: They want to make it a planet again.
6: Oh, no, I knew that. What about the twenty nine years? Oh, I see.
4: You can't kick someone out and... Yeah. And then be like, you know And what? just expect everyone to be okay with it. Mm-hmm.
6: I mean,
7: that's kind of what science is. If you gather more or new information, it changes the landscape of what you previously thought to be reality. That's the well, basis of science. Well, it was reality science. for
4: a really long time, and it seems like now they want to change things back pretty quickly you're sounding not like cool. one of those flat
7: earthers Mika. I don't no, know. i'm sounding
4: like i'm defending pluto because everyone's a fucking asshole to him just because he's a little guy like scooting around at his own pace you're,
5: you're really not sounding 29 that's for sure <laughs>
4: does, um,
6: does anyone
5: we're call not having a mature conversation about this <laughs> we eventually hit an age where we're like This is how science was when I learned science, and that's how science always is. But it's not true at all.
2: (laughs) That's why I refuse to wash my hands. (laughs) Because when I learned about it, I didn't like it. Didn't seem, you know. And I, I've heard some weird theories about washing your hands. Heard it's bad for them. Heard that it lowers your immune system to wash your hands all the time. So you know what? No more hand washing. In fact, I'm gonna just forego showers altogether.
7: I, I've been doing what uh, experts are referring to as a a, a dirt wash. Uh, so instead <laughs> of soap and water, it's just whatever I find on the ground, and I just rub it all over myself. I heard that's really good for you, actually. Yeah, and it also fucks with Predator's vision, so, like, you don't have to worry about fucking running into a Predator, because they can't see you, because you're covered in mud. Like the
5: Predator, I imagine. The, yes, the, the... Article uh, Predator. I just created a vacuum port in my bowels that I can just suck the poop out before it gets to the butt. Why is <laughs> the poop on the outside of your body? No, there's a vacuum port. I put the the hose attachment in. And yeah, but then, we're talking uh, about the exterior. You got to keep the interior. Well, clean. I don't have what to wash my hands now because I just <laughs>
7: suck it out. I love the idea that that's
4: the only reason you would wash your hands It's because of
5: poop. <laughs> well, you can pee without your hands. You could just do one of these.
4: What about when you clean the port?
5: Oh no. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas' port
7: just looks like one of those like sticky, uh, stretchy no. toys that you would get oh, out of the quarter boy. machine no. and then it's like not been left on far. the car the, the car floor a for like months a lot of hair, lot of hair and you, is just, in my you find it like the next summer and you're just like
5: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this review's from Canada
7: uh, hey.
8: <laughs> wherever wherever she may lie in the spectrum of the world